Welcome everyone back to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Summit. And I am your host, Vicki Nibbling. It is my extreme pleasure to bring on a friend, a partner, and a all-around good guy from Las Vegas. Let me tell you a little bit about Adam Homey. Adam is a speaker, author, trainer, and consultant with nearly 20 years of experience helping entrepreneurs like you win at the game of business and marketing so you can thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion while making a difference for your community, your markets, and your audience. As a creator of the podcast Reach System, Adam helps you create and launch your podcast as key networking, client attraction, and celebrity expert branding tool. He's the author of Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy, and a contributing <laughs> co-author or author to the collaborative book, Journeys to Success, the Mill Millennial Edition, both international of Amazon's bestsellers. He's spoken on scores of podcasts, stages around the country for many years and is a sought after expert on topics related to launching your podcast. I can attest to that. Hosting your podcast, I can attest to that. And sought after expert on all topics that relate to business creation, communication skills, and so much more. It is a extreme pleasure for me to have Mr. Adam Homie grace my stage today and be my keynote speaker. Adam, thank you so much for being here. I got to tell you, when I first got the invitation to be part of the Find Your Leadership Confidence Summit, I leapt out of my chair and did a victory dance. <laughs> Hadn't even said yes yet, but I did that. So imagine me sitting here in my living room on my purple couch here in Las Vegas, uh, getting all excited about this, and then receiving severe looks of judgment from my cats who are sitting right on the coffee table <laughs> over there. Alessandra's right here next to me. It was like, it was like, I'm, I was thinking, you've been doing this Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast for a little over a year now at this point, I believe. I can't remember the exact chronology. And about two or three times a week, I get the notifications from Spotify that you've posted another episode. And I, there, there, you've, you bring so much to this conversation. And I feel that you doing this summit now is not only timely but also exactly what the market needs so i'm honored to have been invited and appreciate the opportunity to do this that's so great well i don't want to take away from any of your time so i'm going to shut up turn my camera off and let you take over please take it away mr adam homey right we just, oh there's my slides okay very good all right so this is about launching your podcast fast and growing your podcast with ease. Before we get started, I just want to say that I'm not sure exactly where you find yourself currently in your journey as you explore and seek out whatever the source of your leadership confidence is going to be. But as we go through this, and the questions naturally arise that are part of the that are part of the experience, just feel confident knowing that you're going to have the opportunity to get all the answers you need. With that, 
I'm going to start by telling you just a little bit about why we're here today. Let's see. Do we lose our... There we go. I'm a little bit, I'm just getting a little bit used to the StreamYard thing. I'm so used to Zoom and how it works. The StreamYard is just a little bit of a different thing. So there we go. Some folks do the about slide. I like to do the slide, the top five reasons you should listen to Adam Homie. I learned this from David Fagan when I shared the stage with him at the Ultimate Speaker Competition here in Las Vegas. Uh, you can imagine he was actually the keynote and I was one of the, I was one of the presenters on this topic of podcasting, and when he taught that tactic, I whipped out my laptop and built up this new slide you see right here. So a couple facts, uh, and Vicky mentioned a lot of these. I've been involved in entrepreneurship for over 20 years. I've been the host of the Business Creators Radio Show, which is one of the longest continuously running entrepreneurial podcasts on the air today. And I also have the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast, which is where Vicky and I originally met. Uh, published author of two books. My primary work is launching podcasts for folks just like you in the audience today. And way back in the day, I was involved in the launch of the original guest booking agency for entrepreneurs. And here are just a couple of pictures. Uh, there's the Groundhog book on the left, Journeys to Success and Millennial Edition on the right, the logos for my podcast at the top, and my dashingly handsome face right there in the middle. That's from a photo shoot that I had done here in Las Vegas about, about 16 months ago. I hired some woman to follow me around and shoot me all over all over downtown Las Vegas. I think she shot me a grand total of 161 times, and I managed to survive the experience. So as we get into this, we're actually going to start a step back from podcasting itself. I could spend 10 minutes on the statistics that show how important podcasting is, how ubiquitous it is, and how influential it is. But I trust that if you've made it this far, you already kind of have that idea. And all of that data is on my website if you're interested. So we're going to take this from a slightly different approach. And the first thing I'm going to show you is what I like to call the direct message love story and how it illustrates some of the biggest mistakes entrepreneurs make with networking and client attraction. Then I'm going to show you why almost everything they're saying about bonding and melting with your social media connections is just dead wrong, plain and simple. I'm going to give you three, no, make that four power moves that get your social media connections to hang on your every word and look forward to logging on and hearing from you. But wait, there's more. I'm also going to illustrate the secret weapon you should add to your toolbox that will simply blow your mind and blow your competition right out of the water and move you to the front of the line with your prospects. And I hope we like bonuses because I'm adding at the very end a surprise bonus lesson that's going to involve me pulling back the curtains and showing you a bit about my business and Hopefully, something I share with you can get you thinking about some new revenue and profit opportunities that have eluded you up until now. So, with that, let's dive in. A few months ago, a friend of mine, we're going to call him Dave, came to me with a slight dilemma. He told me that he had been looking around Facebook, reading some threads, and it was Friday morning, he logged on, and he saw that somebody had accepted his friend request. We're going to call her Mia. Mia is somebody who he had been, who had been 
contributing to a thread he was on. And something that Mia said interested him enough that he went and checked out her profile. He did not remember clicking the add friend button on Facebook. So it was a little bit of a surprise that she had accepted his friend request because he didn't remember sending one. But what got him in a little bit of a pickle is she had already direct messaged him saying, hey, Dave, nice to make your acquaintance. By the way, just out of curiosity, what inspired you to send me a friend request? Uh-oh. He didn't have an answer for that. So we have a little bit of a dilemma here. Now, from Dave's perspective, he just kind of showed his hand. He was going through threads. Apparently, as he told it to me, Mia said something interesting about the topic they were discussing. So he went to check out her profile to see what her business was, uh, seek some of her posts, some of her points of view. And from Mia's perspective, it could have been any number of things. It could have been anything from just that, that Dave had been seeing what she did in business. And it also could have been he was checking her out, if you know what I mean. There's a lot of different variables there. So with all that in mind, I trust that you can see no reason to blame either Dave or Mia for being just a wee bit concerned here. So we're going to find out if there's any hope for these two in just a few minutes, but I want you to hold that thought for a moment. So the problem when it comes to transforming your social media connections into actual friends, colleagues, clients, and business alliance partners is not the approach. It's how the approach is done. It's such a shame that we make all these Facebook friends, get all these connections on LinkedIn, followers on Instagram and TikTok and all the other platforms, but yet there seems to be this barrier against actually communicating with them. And part of it has to do with things that we already know and we just need to revisit. Due to short-sighted information, you face many challenges. And by the way, um, I'm not sure if there's a chat room. I, I can't see it myself, but if there is, and you find yourself naturally curious about what makes it easy and comfortable for you to be able to reach out and have a real conversation with anybody you just connected with on social media, I want you to go ahead and type seven in the chat room. Go ahead and type seven in the chat room. So as you type seven, I'm gonna point out some of these challenges. It's getting to where your social direct message inbox is a battlefield. I mean, just today, I found out that a colleague of mine had recommended somebody for my podcast, and I totally missed it because his message had gotten buried under all kinds of these DMs. So here's where you may find yourself in a bit of a conundrum. You've reached out to somebody, and then after getting no response, you felt that urge to type the words, you there? after sitting on red check forever. And red check means that you can see that they read it, but they didn't reply. You're looking at these 13,000 social media connections, wondering why 1% of those, just 1%, 130, are not paying clients right now. And you're looking at those same 13,000 people, wondering why only like 18 of them are somebody you feel like you could direct message right now. What's up with that? They're supposed to be your friends. They're supposed to be your connection. You're supposed to be following each other. And you can't even have a conversation with them? What's up with that? It comes down to this whole thing about adding value. 
And I hear people complain that they go in the direct messages, they reach out to their social media connections, they get a negative or no response at all, and they say, what, what gives? I'm just adding value. Well, how much of this is valuable? Let's say you connect with somebody on social media and then you immediately get this five scroll long. So scroll, 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 scroll. Mini sales letter that reads me, 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 me. And ends with an opportunity to hop on a Zoom real quick. So, you know, they can tell you about themselves and help you volunteer yourself as a client. I know the game. Your own tagline gets repeated to you as a question. I have had several people message me saying, Hi, Adam. Is it true that you help people launch their podcasts, their key networking, client attraction, celebrity expert branding tool? I'm thinking, wow, did you go to my website and copy paste that and add a question to the end? Yeah, that's really adding value, repeating my own tagline to me. I mean, I love to see my name in neon lights, but I know what you're doing by asking me that question. I see you're a coach. Well, are you a coach? And then there are questions like, what would you say is your favorite childhood memory? Now, why would a, somebody you've never spoken with before or somebody you've chatted with for 12 seconds ask you what your favorite childhood memory is or your favorite flavor ice cream? These are appropriate questions for your public feed to create engagement. But these are not the types of questions that are, that are openers and direct messages. It's obviously part of a sales script. Do you need more leads? I think in the past 24 hours, I've gotten five direct messages from people I don't even know asking me if I need more leads. And I'm thinking, if this is an actual demo of how you're going to get me more leads, it's a no from me, dog. Or, hi there. I want you to type zero in the chat. Type zero if you've ever gotten a message where somebody you just connected with or who sent you a request types hi there or hey see it's always a bad time and it really is that these messages tend to come in at the times when even when i'm least chatty i'm even less chatty so as i say hey if you want to date me go find me on tinder i promise i'll left swipe you if you know what left swipe means <laughs> so it comes down to what they say about bonding and melding is just plain dead wrong. Now, you may have noticed, if you look at the lower left-hand corner of the screen, I think there's something like 55 slides here, and I have about 45 minutes. What I trust you're beginning to see is I can cover a lot of material in a short period of time. And the fact that I'm letting you both read it and hear it is designed to more than double your ability to receive the message and process it on your terms in alignment with your own truth. What are people doing wrong now? They treat their friends, followers, and connections like statistics and a numbers game, and that is not, that no, no, it's not okay, not okay. They ignore legitimate concerns people have about creeps and weirdos, respecting boundaries, ignoring consent, bro marketing, sending memes of, oh, oh, I, I, I think somebody was teaching in some marketing class that if you cold direct message somebody, and they don't respond within a period of time, send them a meme of a ghost, which means, hey, did you ghost me? <laughs> God, this is what they teach. And, and it's, I mean, what I'm about to show you in a few minutes takes all concerns about this and just 
throws it away. You're not going to have to worry about it anymore. Does that sound good? I want you to type heck yeah in the chat window if that sounds good to you. And then there's the next thing. I, have you ever been had people DMing you or direct messaging you or emailing you and it's like they keep pasting the next installment of a conversation script as if you had answered when you didn't? Or they fail to learn the first thing about you before pitching you. I set a trap for this, by the way. If you go to my Facebook, and I encourage you to come to my Facebook, send me a friend request. But in doing so, here's the direct message I want you to send me. I actually do want you to send me a DM. Send me a Facebook friend request, and we're done with this. And say, I heard you on Find Your Leadership Confidence. Would love to connect. That's the whole message. I found you on Find Your Leadership Confidence. Would love to connect. And I'll accept it. So the trap that I set is I have a what's known as a pin post on my Facebook profile that explains who I am, answers all these questions, tells you a bit about some of the zany facts about me, and it also covers how to direct message me in such a way that you'll get a positive response. And I just gave you one of them, which is to say, hey, I, I saw you on this podcast. I saw you on this webinar. We were in the chat window on this live stream and we were, we were chatting back and forth. I saw you on Find Your Leadership Confidence. Would love to connect. I'm accepting your invitation to connect. I see folks who just ignore that, go into my DMs with their sales pitch. And then I say, did you read my pin post? Yeah, obviously it didn't because you're direct messaging me this crap. So if it seems like we're dealing with a bit of frustration here, I know how frustrating it can be to have all these folks you're connected with know that you can help them move closer to their intersection of their brilliance and their passion with what it is that you offer and how you make the world a better place by being part of it and contribution your contributions to it. But there seems to be this barrier up that's getting in the way of us having conversations. And then, you know, Sometimes you'll see you're all of a sudden getting friend requests from people in a certain industry. Basically, what that means is some marketing class that's niche just let out and you've been targeted for a list that they're all going to friend request. Oh, boy. So what are they missing? Bob Berg, who I shared the stage with at Jim Palmer's Dream Business Academy, famously said, all things being equal, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. I agree with Bob. And I add that most importantly, people do business with people they see as people, not as marketing scripts. That's the transition. People they see as people, not as marketing scripts. So what's interesting is a lot of the folks who become members of my elite podcast reach program by investing in the Launch Your Podcast Fast program are folks that I ended up doing business with because our initial conversation wasn't about business at all. We were just friends for some other reason. We belonged to a networking group together. Or they posted some really great stuff on their social media, and I engaged with it, or vice versa. And we became friends. And then the conversation of, hey, by the way, I was thinking about one of them podcast things. You still doing that? Yeah. And the other thing I want you to remember is that 100 other people do what you do. There's really nothing new under the sun. When they need what you offer, they are more likely to choose you if they feel they have, an, a per, they have a personal affinity, which is a friendship or a feeling of simpatico. They will more likely choose you based on that criteria. You're the person they know, which means 
if they're reaching out to you, they like you, and I guess it's assumed they can trust you enough or they're willing to trust you enough to invest in you and give you that opportunity to help them make the change that they want to see. With that, here's those power moves I promised you. Originally, I promised three. I'm actually giving you four. What would you say if I was going to give you five? If you like the idea of receiving more than you expected, go ahead and type five in the chat window. Again, I, I can't see it right now. I believe Vicky's going to show me at the very end. But, uh, okay, and this is, uh, this is my cat, Stella. She's going to knock over my webcam. So say hello to Stella. I've incorporated my cats into my business branding. I call them my production team for my podcasts. Get it? All right. So here are those power moves. Before you go near somebody's direct messages, once you become their Facebook friend, LinkedIn connection, follower, or follow it on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, what have you, read and react on one of their three most recent posts. Look at the three most recent things they posted and find one of them. And pick the one where you have something valuable and relating to say. Something that gives you a chance to say, hey, we have this in common, or this is interesting. Don't argue with them. Don't debate them. Just find something interesting and comment on it meaningfully. One of the most recent three. That way it doesn't look like you're creeping way back. And also, it's the thing that's going to be closest to their mind. If they have a webinar they're offering, sign up for it. If they have a special report, sign up for it. If they're selling a book, if they have a book available on Kindle, spend the five bucks and put it in your Kindle library and go back and read a bit of it when you have time. See, we have these high ticket offers that we want to offer to the world. We want to close more high ticket clients. We want them to give us $10,000. But folks aren't willing to invest five bucks to establish an affinity? $5 to move you 10 steps closer to a $10,000 client. You won't, spend a you won't spend that? If you don't, you're going to miss out on a power move I'm about to show you. Another thing is regularly react and comment on your posts. Now, I don't mean every single post, every single day, but a few times a week show up on your feed. Comment on the stuff that is of most interest to you. Comment meaningfully, but don't like, love, react, and comment every single thing because then it becomes obvious. I mean, do you have – is all of your conversation with one person? I don't think so. And now here's that bonus. Remember I said originally it was going to be three, then I upped it to four, and then I just sprung on you that it was going to be five. Here's the fifth one. If they post something really profound, share it. But do this after you've been nurturing the conversation with them for a bit. So moving on to the next thing. I want to point out that when you do this, when you regularly engage with folks you view as prospects, prospective business allies, people you'd like to get to know better, the social media algorithms will favor that activity by showing you more of their stuff and more stuff like their stuff. So it'll help you nurture that relationship. Just try it, you'll see. Pick out five people and do what I just said with them and notice how they start to appear more and more and more in your feed. And this is on every social network. They all have that included in their algorithmic calculations. So when you do finally slide into those direct messages, it should feel like a natural next step based on what the two of you are already discussing on an ongoing basis. 
So for example, you bought their book, you spent the $5.99, read a few paragraphs or a couple chapters, find something positive you can say about their book and say, hey, I, I downloaded your Kindle or I bought your book. And that, that chapter that you wrote about, about client attraction, you know, that really struck me, especially your story about the company that was trying to get the web designer to do the work for free. And I got to tell you, ugh, oh, man, I, I got stories about that one. And see, the author of the book is going to appreciate that you took the time to spend a few minutes appreciating their magnum opus. Magnum opus means key body of work, basically. Now, here's a trick. I, I hate to use the word trick, but this is this is seems counterintuitive, but it's so powerful. Let's say you sign up for their webinar or you download their special report. Message them to say, we're going to stick with the webinar. Message them to say, hey, I signed up for your webinar, but dang it, I can't make it. Is there a replay? Even if you plan to attend. Here's the secret. It is totally a warm connection if you've signed up for their webinar and now you're asking them for help with their webinar. Hey, I signed up for it. This is exciting, but I can't make it. Is there going to be a replay? Because now you're simply asking them to fulfill the thing they said they will fulfill or finding out if they will offer a replay. That is an open conversation. Ask them the question even if you do plan to attend the webinar. And hey, when you show up, to say, oh, my, my appointment rescheduled so I can make it. Aren't you happy? Same with the special report. Hey, uh, I, I can't find the download page. Could you send me that link again? Well, if they offered the special report, they want you to have the download link. That is a warm way to get into the direct messages and at least break the ice. Use it. And... You'll also be able to see that they care when they start replying to your comments when you start commenting on their threads. And then they may find their way to your feed and start commenting on your stuff. That's how you know you've started to capture their interests. So overall, by the time you two finally get in the DMs, there should be a feeling on both sides of finally, now we can really talk. Let's get back to Dave and Mia. So how did Dave respond to Mia's question? Just to remind you, Dave had accidentally sent her a friend request. She accepted it. And then she messaged him saying, nice to meet you, Dave. By the way, what inspired you to send me a friend request? Well, this is a close one for Dave. As I mentioned earlier, that could have been interpreted one of several different ways by both Dave and Mia. Dave simply said, surely, and thank you. I heard about you, and then he gave the name of her program, a couple of different places lately, and this thought it would be cool to connect. That's it. The way Dave got that information is he went to Mia's profile, and he read her pin post. Remember I mentioned the pin post strategy a few minutes ago? And he, that pin post gave a crash course on what she was doing, and he got the name of the program from there. Now, fortunately for Dave, Mia was flattered by this because he tapped into the power of social proof. It was flattering and inspiring to Mia to know that word was getting out about her program and to think, wow, something I posted? This guy might actually be interested in investing in my program. Yes, I want to connect with this guy. So now the door's open. They had a nice conversation. It kind of petered out, but then something else happened. Now hold that thought. 
Dave had no choice but to respond the way he did in this case. But imagine if maybe a week or two in the conversation after a little bit of engagement on Mia's wall and vice versa, he could have slid into those DMs with a link to an article we found that based on their conversations, he could show her and say, hey, thought you might be interested in this. It reminded me of what you said uh, when we were discussing X the other day. He could send her a funny meme, not a ghost saying, why are you ghosting me? Don't do that. But some funny meme based on what she does for a living. He could have gone businessy. And this is a tactic that I teach in some of my advanced courses that essentially it's the way you ask somebody for their opinion about something you're launching that positions them as a peer and a guru and increases the chances that they are going to be enthusiastic about hopping on a Zoom with you real quick because it's not going to be about listening to you babble and volunteering to become your client. You're changing the mind frame of the conversation. It's frame control. Or, 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 Dave could give the ultimate upfront give, which by the way, is how this ultimately went. And the ultimate upfront give is to go into their DMs with this. I saw your post on their topic. I would love to have you on my podcast. Some of my listeners have told me they'd be interested in that too. People will love it. When can we have you on? So if you want to take just a moment, I'm going to leave that slide up for 10 seconds. If you want to pick up your mobile device and take a photograph of that, that's perfectly fine. I saw your post on their topic. I would love to have you on my podcast. Some of my listeners have told me they'd be interested in that too. People will love it. When can we have you on? Now, I want you to type nine in the chat window. Type nine. If you are already thinking, whoa, you mean that's all I have to say to get a conversation going with somebody? I don't have to do with any of these, this subterfuge, this scripting, this same conversation with 50 people like it's Tinder. I don't have to do that anymore. All I have to do is put reciprocity up front and actually add value, not pretend to add value, but actually add value by platforming the person I want to speak with. That's all I got to do. Sign me up. See, at the time, Dave didn't have a podcast, but now he does. So when he got that podcast, he invited Mia. Mia was on his show. But imagine if when he accidentally friend requested me and she sort of called him out on it gently, he could have replied saying, hey, yeah, I saw that post you were making about you know, what she does for a living. And we're always looking for great people on my podcast. And some of my listeners have told me they'd be interested in that too. So when can we have you on? Dave's podcast put him back in the game. And as I like to say, be like Dave. Always be like Dave. Now, do you see that little uh, special report there? You see that little special report there? Um, three keys to recession-proof your business by launching your podcast, launching and hosting your podcast now. I know you just, I just asked you to type nines. I would like you to type ones, type ones, if you would love to have a copy of that report, if you'd like to know the three keys to recession-proof your business. So type one, type one, and that way I know 
that in a few minutes when I show you how you can get that report plus a few others, because I have some gifts for you. In fact, I have two invitations for you today, neither of which will cost you a red cent. Type one if you'd like to get that report. And just remember, be like Dave. Always be like Dave. Let's take a break here and discuss your path forward. I have that bonus gift I have for you near the end. I said there was a surprise bonus that hadn't been mentioned in the materials when Vicki let you know about the Find Your Leadership Confidence Virtual Summit that I, surprise bonus, I didn't even tell Vicki about it, but it's actually something Vicki has seen before. She'll recognize it when she sees it, but it'll be new for you for the first time. I'm gonna show you that in a minute, but first let's discuss your path forward for just a moment. We have what's known as the Podcast Reach System, and REACH, R-E-A-C-H, is an acronym that has a meaning. The R stands for Represent, Reinvent, and Reverberate Your Business and Brand by Creating Your Own Media Outlet, that being a podcast. The E stands for Engage. Engage your ideal prospects, clients, customers, and business allies. A. Achieve greater presence and make a difference for your community, market, and audience. C, close more deals and create the business and lifestyle you deserve. And H, harmonize with your market and become the hunted, not the hunter. Harmonize and become the hunted. It's the double H of the H and reach. Podcast Reach has three pillars, and I mentioned them before. Networking, client attraction, Celebrity expert branding. So networking, your network is your net worth. Open more conversations that lead to more closed deals and more expanded opportunities over time. Remember that people do business with people, all things being equal. Bob Berg would remind me to say, all things being equal. All things being equal, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Most, most importantly, people do business with people they see as people. Celebrity expert branding is about harmonizing with the market, and becoming the hunted, not the hunter. As I mentioned, the double H of reach. So what happens when you invest in the podcast reach system, which we now call Launch Your Podcast Fast? What do you get for that? We brand and design your podcast. We build you a dedicated website for your podcast, like findyourleadershipconfidence.com is one of ours. That's, that's Vicki Nethling's podcast. That's one of ours. So having this is key to attracting clients, sponsors, booking search, and, booking, search engine marketing, and more. We'll write the content for the site, and you can look at Vicky's site. You can get a broad idea of what that looks like. The logo, syndication image, YouTube banner, we throw those in. We record intro and outro bumpers you staple onto your episodes and a commercial for your own products and services. We'll guide you through your launch, get you and or your team up to speed on how to easily manage things going forward. Vicki will tell you that once we completed the launch, that we gave her and her team everything they needed so they could keep up easily and effortlessly with posting episodes two to three per week. We gave them the step-by-step -step process and they mastered it easily. And yes, we do include a complete separate website for branding and search engine purposes. Also, so that you can put banner ads on when you attract sponsors and advertisers as part of your monetization strategy. But we plug it into things like 
Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, the company that Sirius owns, some of the others. We try for about 20. We usually get about 17. So you're going to have your podcast appear on all those places that people go to listen to podcasts. And there's so much more to it. Now, what does it look like for you? Well, we do business. Then we have an in-depth call, usually lasts for about an hour, where we align with your goals and objectives for your podcast. I have worksheets that are about creating three avatars you can look at and prepare in advance to speed things along if you want to. Uh, but the first step is we get everything in line. Then, once we have that established, our side starts building everything out. And then from time to time, we come to you and say, hey, uh, here's your content. Can you look this over? Give us any edits and approve it. Here's your logo. What do you think of these logo options? All right, pick one. So you like you like the you like the icon from B and the text from D with the font shade from F. All right, we'll make you one that has those three things together. Here it is. You like it? Good. There's your logo. Those are the types of things. The main thing you're going to be doing is recording your episodes, getting six to eight episodes ready for the launch. And in the meantime, we'll also have five more weekly calls going to keep the process going quickly. When everything's built, we post that first batch of episodes for you, and then your podcast is live and syndicated to all those networks. That's how it looks for you. You're mostly approving stuff and recording some conversations. That's it. So what does Podcast Reach do for you overall? It connects you with more ideal fit business prospects. It gets you booked on other people's podcasts and stages much faster and more effectively than a one-sheet or an agent. It fills your calendar with conversations that have a virtually 100% show-up rate as opposed to the 50% show-up rate for free strategy sessions. It puts you in front of new audiences without making you spend money on advertising. Your guests credentialize themselves. This is where the influencer thing comes in. Let's say that I'm a guest on your show. When my episode goes live, you give me a swipe file, you give me a graphic, and you say, could you please share this for me on, on our networks? And I say, yeah. I'm now going out there raising my cachet by saying, I was fortunate enough, I was privileged enough to be on so-and-so's podcast. So by credentializing myself, I'm positioning you as an influencer, you're gaining that influencer status by having your guests celebrate be on your show. And overall, it delivers you the clients and customers you need and want. All but one of our podcast reachers are folks who had previously been a guest on my podcast. And half of those became podcast reachers due to us discussing podcasting immediately after recording the episode. So now you have your key networking, client attraction, celebrity expert branding tool. Yes. And you can connect with anyone for any reason, and they will seek you out to connect with you. Word. <laughs> so if you would like to have a conversation about this, spaces are limited. This is the first invitation to you. If you want more networking, more client attraction, more celebrity expert branding, gift yourself 20 minutes and discover how to exponentially reach more profitable customers. Simply book a jumpstart call with me at www.reachoutcall.com, www.reachoutcall.com. I'll leave that up for a few seconds so that you can type it down or go to a, uh, open up a separate browser, type it in and book yourself in right now. 
And here are just a few examples of some of the podcasts that we've launched to the system. Uh, middle column at the very top is Vicky's Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. Uh, a few of these I'm going to mention at the very end, but I do want to, for now, make reference to one of our highest engaging podcasts, the Influencers Edge podcast with speaker Paul Ross. Paul Ross is a sales trainer. He's a teacher in influence and persuasion. So imagine having a podcast about influence, persuasion, and sales training, where among your first guests are Chase Hughes, Vanessa Van Edwards, and the Dr. Richard Bandler. Imagine having those celebrity-level experts in that field as among your first podcast guests. And the catalyst for that happening is simply saying, hey, I'm starting a podcast. I'd like to have you on it. And that being the entire conversation. Do you imagine Dr. Richard Bandler, the co-founder of Neurolinguistic Programming? Who is the Bandler of your market? And imagine them being on your podcast, credentializing themselves by saying, I was on so-and-so's podcast. Check this out. Is that pretty cool? I'm going to give you a few more specific examples of our success results at the very end, but it's bonus time. Type seven if you like bonuses. Type seven if you like getting more than you expected, because this is the bonus content where I'm going to pull back the curtains and show you the inside of my business in a way that could inspire you to seek out new sources of revenue. Now, I know we have just a few minutes left here. And as you can see, I can cover a lot of material in a very short period of time. So we are right on track. Uh, you may look at the bottom corner and say, wow, he's still got 16 more slides and he's going to get that done in five to 10 minutes. He will. Watch this. So I think you know the analogy of the rocks, the pebbles, and the sand. You can fill a bucket with rocks and there's still going to be space between the rocks. You can pour pebbles in and they'll fill the space around the rocks. Then you can pour some sand in and shake it a level and it'll permeate through the pebbles. So you'll be amazed how much more you can keep pouring into that full bucket. So I want you to think backwards, and this is counterintuitive, it's even contrarian, but I want you to open your mind for now to the possibilities of going in a new direction and seeing a new point of view. After someone buys your high ticket offering, your course, your coaching, your one-off deliverable, what will they need to make it work for them in the long haul? Offer that first, whenever you have the opportunity. It may be counterintuitive. So you're offering the follow-up service? Yes, because folks need to see that they will be covered in the long haul, that they're not creating a new job for themselves, that it's going to be so easy to do the main thing knowing that the ongoing piece of it is already covered. Well, that's people see the end game before they take the field. See, I learned this the hard way, and I lost a lot of money because I – they saw that doing something would just create another problem for themselves. I took the problem away and turned it into a solution. And here's a tactic that I learned from Captain Jim Palmer, who's my business coach. It's called, well, wouldn't you know? Let's say you have an existing customer. And they say, hey, is there? do you know anybody who does X? You can, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, say, 
Well, wouldn't you know, yes, we do do that, even if you haven't done it up until then. Make the deal, close the deal, and then deliver the new service. Whether you do it yourself, whether you hire somebody, just say, well, wouldn't you know, it so happens we do that. So I kept getting asked over and over again, hey, I see you launch podcasts, but do you also post a podcast? And I didn't want to be in that business originally, but I decided to enter it about two months ago. And that's why I started saying, I said, well, wouldn't you know, yes, we do do that. Somebody came to me saying, you know, um, I actually am a web designer. I can, I, I, I saw your podcast reach videos. I can probably do this on my own, but I really need your help just with coming up with a name for this podcast. Can you help me with just that? And I said, well, wouldn't you know, we happen to have a coaching option for that. Well, wouldn't you know? And you can create a coaching option literally on the fly, put out a payment link and get that. So what makes for a great pebble? It's something you can do in a few hours and get paid hundreds of dollars for. You can templatize and systematize it, the ideas you won't have to think too hard. You can batch it and leverage source cuts of, in economies of scale. When you need the money, you can do it yourself. And when you're able to, you can outsource it and still make it and still make a profit margin. And the best part is you can do both. You can do some yourself, you can do outsource others, and you can go back and forth if you need to. And the client will follow your process with your software. The idea of stream, the idea of streamlining, batching, and optimization, economies of scale. So what makes for great sand? You can do it in less than an hour and get potentially paid hundreds of dollars for it. You can templatize and systemize it. The idea is you don't have to think too hard. You get a few of them, get a few of these little projects, batch them so you do them all at once to get those economies of scale. You can do it yourself or you can arbitrage it. That means you hire somebody else to deliver it, basically. You can use artificial intelligence to speed it up, particularly if it's writing. And you don't have to make a permanent business out of it. Just do it when you have time and you need to turn that money into you need to turn that time into money really fast. So this is where I peel back the curtain. I'm going to show you just a few things in the podcast reach bucket. Launch your podcast fast is the rock. This is the whole thing of launching your podcast fast we've discussed earlier. So you can see there are a lot of pieces to it. It's a big project. It's a rock. So now one of the pebbles is the post your podcast fast. Somebody says, yeah, it's great to launch the podcast, but can you help me post the episodes ongoing? And I said, well, wouldn't you know? And thus is post your podcast fast. So the idea is you send us episodes and batches of at least four at a time, and we use economies of scale to turn those around quickly and lower the cost to you. Another pebble is brand your podcast fast. Uh, and some folks say, hey, but I basically have the podcast covered. I'm really just looking for somebody to make my intro and outro videos and a little commercial, a little 30-second commercial for my business. And I said, well, wouldn't you know? We do that too. And then there's fix your podcast fast. If you already have a podcast and you're wondering why is this why is this not giving me return on investment? Why is this so hard? Why am I struggling with this? Why isn't this any fun? I'll do two Zoom calls with you in a in a, a discrete coaching package where we'll deep dive and I'll show you how to get that podcast out of purgatory and turn it into the networking, client attraction, celebrity expert branding machine it's supposed to be. And now let's deal with a few areas of sand very quickly. One of which is, is 
Podcast Reach, the Launch Your Podcast Fast system, comes with design worksheets and templates that will manage any area of an existing podcast that needs improvement. So I can sell you just one worksheet or just one piece of the process and do a session with you where we implement it. Another piece of sand is, hey, I'll critique one of your podcast episodes and then I'll give you feedback. You can do this as a host or as a guest. We can write articles about lessons from your podcast episodes as part of your search engine marketing endeavors. And remember I said somebody came to me and said, hey, I pretty much have the podcasting covered, but I just need help naming it. Well, wouldn't you know? We'll help you just name the podcast, write the tagline, write the description, and pick out the URL for the website. So here's some more Reach Rocks and Pebbles, one of which is we have an entire framework that we designed for managing author marketing collaborations where people contribute copies, PDF copies of their eBooks, and then they all participate in a joint giveaway that allows them to support each other with list building. We have a whole framework for that. It's called the Author Marketing Collaboration. That same framework can be adapted to telesummits or virtual summits like the one you're on right now or the one you're watching a replay of right now. We have all the templates for all the web pages. We have swipe files for presenters and so much more. We'll manage either of the above. Each is a project where the economy of scale is. We already have the process in place to do it. All you have to do is follow our lead and we have templates that will get information from you. It's pretty much fill in the blanks. Now pause. is if there's anything within that rocks, pebbles, and sand from launching your podcast to any other piece of it, that you're seeing yourself feeling more and more excited about getting started with now, go ahead and type six in the chat window. Type six while we're paused. And as you're typing six, as you feel the array to move forward, I'm going to ask you one more question. This goes back to previous client of mine, great guy. He's a financial advisor. In fact, he's one of the top advisors in his entire company for years running globally. His dad was a salesman too. When he was a teenager, he used to go out with his dad on sales calls. I can't remember exactly what the dad sold. I don't know if it was insurance or, or that build the deck on your house or put siding on your house. I can't remember what it was. It had something to do with the house. And at any rate, the most common objection that the dad got when he showed the prospect the line that was dotted for them to sign on, they would say, you know, I could, let, let, you know, let's just say it was building decks. I think it might have been something like that. They say, well, you know, I could probably build my own deck, get the wood, get the, the blueprints. I helped my dad with some stuff earlier. I could me and my buddies, we could get this deck up in an afternoon. And my client's dad would say, yeah, sure. You seem pretty handy. You seem pretty smart. I bet you could build a deck. Probably go through a little bit of trial and error, but you'd get there. It'd be a nice deck. But here's one question for you. How much doing it yourself have you accomplished up until now? Let that question sit with you for one second. How much doing it yourself have you accomplished up until now? Here are a quick, couple quick stories as we wrap up here, and I know we have about one minute. So Dan Janelle launched the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast for top business leaders, and this was a vehicle for him 
having spent decades in media publicity to break into being a book coach, developmental editor, and ghostwriter. By launching the podcast, he was able to rekindle conversations with previous clients, previous connections. One of his early guests referred him a $6,000 book coaching clients. Within two weeks, he monetized. Captain Jim Palmer has filled his Dream Business Academy events. He continues to replenish his VIP mastermind. The first step is having them as guests on the Dream Business Radio Show. Teresa Moulton is somebody who's been a client of ours for a long time. She came to Las Vegas a few years ago for one of her industry's leading conferences. She was there as a consultant looking for clients. Now, she has hosts the Change Management Review podcast. So rather than her having to walk up to people and have the what do you do and let's exchange cards conversation, she had people running to her and say, hey, hey, oh, you, you're that podcast lady. I, I love your episodes. Uh, you had this so-and-so on two weeks ago. So now the power shifted. So instead of Terry being out there saying, hey, here's my business card. You want to talk about business. You want to meet for coffee. It's more like they're coming to her saying, how can I become your client? That's the power shift. Now, if you're in a place where you're not sure if you're quite ready to move and need a little bit more information, I do have a few special reports. The Recession Proof Your Business podcast, I promise you to be able to get earlier. The Three Keys to Avoid Podcast Purgatory, I mentioned to you this is something we help with. And my guide on monetizing your podcast in ways you never thought of before, simply go to www.thereachsystem.com forward slash resources. I'm going to wait 10 seconds, let you take a photograph of that with your phone so you can go back to it. And then finally, I'm going to once again invite you to a 20-minute phone conversation. No cost, no obligation. Let's discover how to exponentially help you reach more profitable customers. And the URL for that is www.reachoutcall.com. And by the way, if we do have that 20-minute conversation, I'll email you the special reports. So by doing this, you get both. It's www.reachout.call. Vicki? Awesome. See, he did it in the time allotted exactly <laughs> on time. Excellent job. If you have not done so, go ahead. They have put in the chat the URLs for you to get the gifts that Adam talked about. And um, Adam, one last word before we say goodbye. As I said earlier, the question to ask yourself, if you think you can do this yourself, you think there's a shortcut, just ask yourself, how much doing yourself have you done up until now? Whether or not you want to launch a podcast, whether you want to do a piece of this, whether you want to do a virtual summit or a tele-summit or any of the rocks, pebbles, and sand that I showed you as I revealed the insides of my business, regardless whether it's, whether it's something you want to do elsewhere, anything, something, even, even if it's working with one of the other presenters on this virtual summit, whatever, Ask yourself if you look if you're looking at the opportunity they're showing you, if you're viewing the invitation they're extending you, you're saying, eh, I could do that myself. Ask yourself, how much do doing you it yourself? <laughs> yeah. You how much time? doing how much doing it yourself have you accomplished up until now? My my previous client told me that story 10 years ago, and I think about it every single I can even hear him in his New Jersey accent telling me the story every time I think about it. 
Well, you guys are going to want to get the VIP upgrade so you can rewatch this video again and again, get all those great tips. Adam, it has been such a pleasure. And everything you said, I lived and breathed. <laughs> A hundred plus, uh, oh gosh, I'm up to about 125 episodes now. Just one year yeah. later. It has been a yep. awesome all three weeks. network. Yep, Maybe all right. Just... Bye now. All right, we'll see you. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. All right.